0: This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose and sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Welcome to Transcend with Nat. This is Nat. I'm your host today. I'm really happy and excited to be sitting down again with Nick Siegel. Last time we sat down, he was about to put out his book on your terms, uh, discovering a more joyful and purpose-filled life through value-conscious negotiating, which happens to, on the back, have this uh, wonderful... Um, review by David Allen, who we've interviewed on the show very recently in Amsterdam, which was a great interview if you haven't heard it. So I'm here sitting with Nick in his office. Um, He's former executive president of Southern California for Compass. Uh, He is now working with people one-on-one to accelerate their competitive advantage. Um, and And also he's an author obviously of this book, so hi, Nick, welcome to the show again. Thank you,
1: Nat. Great to be here
0: so how's it going with the with your book? How's that experience been for you?
1: The experience has been wonderful. I have had an opportunity to give people uh, really the essence of of my learning so far as a uh, as an entrepreneur, as a creator, and to have taken the four years to memorialize that knowledge and condense it into a book that I then can hand to someone and say, perhaps this is of value to you. Uh, it's a it's a great exponential kind of scaling uh, way to share who I am and... What I'm, you know, in my world. Did that make sense? Fantastic,
0: yeah, it <laughs> made complete sense to me. Um, and it, I mean, it's just it's it's a it's a very uh, meaty book. I mean, it definitely it's got it's, it's got a lot of information in it. It's really
1: um, three books in one. It's yeah. the, the first segment of it is really getting in touch with what is success for the individual, for you, the reader, uh, on your terms, you know, and then it's, okay, now I understand what success is, now how do I manifest that for myself? Sure. That's the second component. And then the third component is about negotiation, because it was funny, I was, I'm creating this presentation um, and... You know, that intuitive sense, There was like, 87% of the people don't like to negotiate for themselves. Yeah, I'm I'm there. Okay, so you're you're one of the 87%? Definitely. So I write that number down, right? And I go, well, I should probably get some empirical data on this. So I Google online, I go, uh, fear of negotiation, right? And so they did a study with 2,000 people and they talked about uh, people that are uncomfortable negotiating for salary raises, asking mm-hmm. for them, And uh, sure enough, 48% of all people detest it. Yeah. And then, uh, what was it, um, 37% have a degree of disdain for it. And when you add those two numbers up, it comes up to 87%. So whatever the cosmos is doing, Whatever I'm intuiting, I'm going to keep
0: checking it out, of course, but I, I seem to be on the right track. Yeah, and it's interesting because I've been dealing with um, negotiations. I, I In business, you're always dealing with some sort of negotiation, it seems. And recently, um, I've been dealing with some big negotiations for myself. And one of the things that I've found with negotiating is the hardest part is my attachment to results. Yeah, um, And to and the emotional component involved when you're attached to results.
1: Yeah, and I've, I've come to the point that there's so much ego in that attachment, right? Yeah. Uh, it's about, when I I had two different negotiations that I was working on just this day, and with both of them, I had such a freedom in just putting forth my expertise in the moment, trusting the whole time that the other person on the other end of the line is going to do whatever they do with that information. Would I like them both to move forward in real time? Absolutely. And yet the more I come to that place of here's the information, and based on your own need, your own desire, you will move at your pace. And I just want to make sure I'm there for them at that pace because that creates, you know, a trusting, fertile space for them to really be candid with me, for me to be candid with them. And then in that timing, they move forward. So what I have come to the conclusion in negotiations are good to have lots of negotiations going on at any given time so that there's less attachment to any one of them in real time.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And um, have you dealt with uh, negotiations that have become contentious? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what do you find for yourself? Like when you're in the midst of something that has become contentious, how do you, like? What's the best practices for yourself? Let's say um, for any individual who happens to be in a, a contentious negotiation, like what is? What do you? What's your advice? What would you recommend? Or what have you found works or doesn't work for you? Yeah, the most important
1: thing I find is not to give my power away. You know, if someone's screaming at me, that doesn't mean I need to be thrown off balance. That's just what they're presenting. That's just the energy they're coming at me at with it. Uh, it's up to me how I either internalize it and or respond. And so the first thing I do is I breathe. You know, I just say, okay, let's, let's be aware in the moment. And I realize that I have one of two choices. I can either react which is, a, which is a, a negative kind of, well, it's an on-my-heels position, or I can respond, Yeah, and response is a choice. And I, so I've had that situation where people have been screaming at me, and I go, you know, you screaming at me is not moving this ball forward in any form or fashion. All, all we're doing is creating a divide. So if the greater intention is for us to both come to an agreement on something that serves both of our needs can we refocus on that and not just get caught up in this emotional cycle of screaming at each other because i'm not going to scream at you and if you keep screaming i'm going to respectfully hang up the phone let you cool out and then we'll we'll pick this up when you're uh, in a better place so that's where i think we have a proactive opportunity to really take charge of a situation
0: yeah, and sometimes, it, from my experience, it doesn't... I mean, other people are going to do what they do. Without question. And and there's nothing sometimes that you can do about that, except for, like you say, how you respond rather rather than react, how you actually respond to the person, which is really helpful, I think, in looking at it in those terms. And obviously, when you're in the midst of it, it's not always as easy as it is as we're talking here about it. Um, it but, takes practice
1: yeah. to stay in my center no matter what's going on around me and that's that's taken many years of um you know, the diligent effort to do that because it doesn't happen
0: overnight yeah yeah i mean i i don't remember who said it it may have been like a former president or something back in the day just about how like the greatest advantage someone can have is to be cool and collected in any situation absolutely um and i find that that to be so true and i I'm still working on it personally. (laughs) Aren't we all that? Aren't we all? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So one of the things I wanted to discuss today, which I thought would be interesting, is to talk about creativity. One of the things that you've been doing lately on Instagram uh, is called Coffee and Courage. And on your story on Instagram... Um, you every morning, or I don't know if it's every morning, but most mornings, you do this challenge in a way. Um, and I've really found a lot of value in it. It's a, a quick, valuable um, thing you're doing. So first off, what, what prompted you to start that?
1: Uh, I'm glad that you're tuning into that. Yeah, I wanted, as I made this transition away from my day-to-day executive role, I... Realize that I want to put myself in positions where I can give where I can share what I'm doing, and using the medium of Instagram as a vehicle to just share a sound bite, something that's digestible, you know I think it was I think it was even David Allen who says little things done consistently, and excellence create a major impact. And I think jerry may have said it before, and uh yeah uh, probably all things emanate there um and what can we do to course correct in real time? And so the encouragement of Coffee and Courage was you're in the morning and how do you look at the day? And perhaps, uh, in, in one of those sound bites that I put forth, it can, you know, move you to consider a deeper perspective and be courageous in, in, in the day. And that, that was the intent that remains the intent. And, uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I do it right here in the office.
0: Yeah. No, I, I recognize <laughs> the background now that I've I've come in here. I'm that's like, right. You oh, got Muhammad o- Ali yeah. over my shoulder <laughs> who's always there. This so. is where it is. Um, yeah. And what's your Instagram handle? I don't have that out right now. Uh, right? Nick Siegel. Nick Siegel. At Nick Siegel. Yeah. Wow. That's S-E-G-A-L. Pretty, that's pretty great. Uh, so what do you find? Um, you've now, you created your own business uh, and you've sold it and you've, Um, done a lot of creative endeavors in business oftentimes I find people think of business and it's like oh business number and sense but you know there's a great deal of creativity that comes through business and through creating businesses Um, and so I just thought I'd ask you on your views of how creativity has played a role for you in the creating of, of the business that you've created and, um, and any other thing that gets sparked with, with creativity and business?
1: Yeah, to me, um, businesses are just a creative canvas put to a, a certain specific practical application, right? Uh, I look at the businesses that I've created to date. It all started with an idea. And businesses that I believe truly succeed are the businesses that are founded in a very clear, intentional purpose. And just like an artist, you know, has a blank canvas in front of them and they have paints and a palette and brushes, they have an intention of what they want to create. And it is a very personalized uh Application, you know, it's their signature. Partners Trust was my signature. Uh, I am putting, I'm I'm creating three different businesses now. And uh, again, David Allen is fresh in my mind because, you know, we're talking about productivity and uh, you guys talked about it beautifully in that, you know, it's about completion and creation. And so I'm very mindful as to what I create today because I realize that I'm gonna whatever I put forward, I'm gonna have to clean it all up mm-hmm. and make it a tidy package. So business to me is just an expression of creativity in its in in another form. Um and it starts with a with an idea and it starts with then the practical application and breaking it down to a series of steps and then it then you've got to have funding, right? If it's if it's something you're gonna put forward. And then there's all the different avenues that work in concert with each other and synergistically to then define the creation and then present the creation and then a b testing what's working what isn't working and there's flexibility that plays into that and there's the willingness to really take feedback along the way it's like nick that idea is not really working very well and is my ego getting in the way do i go wow okay well if the intention is to create something beautiful use all of the feedback that comes forward as as long as it's in alignment with what my heart says to take that in and say ah that's a gift that's there's opportunity to course correct tweak and and keep moving the
0: the ball forward and you brought up feedback um and and being able to take that how, how do you uh differentiate between say feedback that is um more people's limiting beliefs or their criticism versus feedback that um is really well founded because sometimes you know there's plenty of examples in the world where people had a vision and there's all this feedback that's like not going to work you can't do it and they did it because they just were like not listening to anyone, just decided, I'm going to like, this is going to happen. I have the vision. I'm going to make it happen. Um, and then there's also the situations where people have that and they're just not listening to the feedback, and it doesn't work. And ha- how do you differentiate between those? That is a great question.
1: If I get your heart in your feedback, and it's for my my highest good, I will I will take that feedback in fully. Now I may not act on that feedback because you may not have enough information to really help me move forward. You can you sure. have it from from one perspective, but I know the three other beats that are going on in real time as well. So I go, yeah. I'll either say, "Yeah, we have that covered, thank you," and or, "Huh, that's not where we're going right now," uh, but all of that's rooted in. The fact that I'm clear about what I want to do. Now, if you bring up something to me and that, and that's, it has that kind of loving resonance, and I really believe that that's how we communicate best, then I'll go, you know what? I I didn't think about that. And that's, wow, thank you for opening my eyes. However, if you're coming at me from your limiting place, it's pretty easy for me to feel that because that's your lack. And I'm going, yeah, I appreciate that. It's, it's all the carrier wave, right? Is it? Sure. And, we don't have all the answers. And a lot of it's trial and error. And and the courage, really, to, to look at something and go, man, I'm I'm not quite sure I figured this all out. And, and to be open to that feedback. But when I'm in alignment and I've got a good groove, I don't really ask for feedback too often in those moments. Those are the moments when I know what the next two beats are and I just head down, don't get distracted by something else. But I think, in, in, in essence, to answer the question is, if the carrier wave is loving and, and 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 support there's only good feedback and if it's someone's limiting beliefs then i i kind of put that in its own box
0: yeah yeah that that makes sense because there is a there is a difference and and we all if we're aware of of how it's coming i mean whether we're consciously aware of it or not i think most people are aware of the frequency that 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 information is coming in on we're aware of it a lot of people
1: because they're, in, they're there's so much noise it's yeah. difficult to to tune in to frequencies they're all they all yeah. just become one band of frequencies and and the, it's, it's like music right it's nuanced yeah. and if, if you have an acute ear to receive definitely. it you receive it
0: definitely definitely um do you uh do you want to share any of the current learnings you're having now that you said you're creating three new projects? It. I wish it would happen faster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that we'll call that my spoiledness. Um, I you know I forgot that it takes time. Yeah. And I you know I, I'm the kind of person that when I'm into something, and I put something out. I want everybody to be waiting on the other end of the, the line or the yeah. computer to, or to pick up the phone and say, "Yeah, let's move this ball forward," and the beauty, the perfection of that time that it takes. Is it also, because I can come up, I, I can put some something out and go, this is a great idea. Sure. And then when I settle down, I was like, hmm, you know what? Maybe it wasn't fully baked, yeah. you know? And so time becomes an ally when I look at it that way. Uh, but I'm very clear about definitive next action steps, you know? Okay, you're going to get back to me when to keep people accountable, keep me accountable. But I think the biggest learning is um, patience
0: yeah. in the process. Yeah. So, patience. Patience is, let uh, what is relax and be patient, right?
1: Yes, that seems to be a theme. Uh, you know, I was, when I stepped away, I was just about to step away from this executive role, and I stepped away from many securities, yes, as it were, right? So, a check every two weeks, uh, insurance, all of those things that come in, in corporate America, and society. And I was laying in bed, and... I just quieted my mind for a moment. I said, "Father, do you have a message for me right now?" As I'm as I'm really leaning into this, and here was the message: relax.
0: <laughs>
1: and, I, and I started laughing, and I heard it again in a different tone: relax, yeah, relax. And those three words, said with those intonations, I was like i can do that and it 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 shifted it shifted everything now i need to keep remembering that yeah um because you know the master addiction of
0: control i believe was recently shared yes it seems to be uh all around doesn't it (laughs) it comes with a body i think i think so definitely um well that i i find that really insightful, just the, the step that you took. I mean, you obviously took a step away from security into something that uh, was more resonating in your heart to do. Exactly right, exactly um, right. And having a trust, I mean, there's a lot of trust or faith in doing that, I find. And um, do and you have fear that comes up with that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. by making the right choice. And I have been blessed, graced, uh, and part of that's showing up too. Showing up every day, and I'm committed to that. That I've always been taken care of, and as I, as I put my heart out there,
0: it never gets squashed. Yeah, yeah, and you and you reference it as putting your heart out there, and that makes sense because you know Jr used to say that um, our work is our love made manifest Mm. and so you know putting your heart out there uh, is is really what you're doing that's the intention every day from
1: coffee and courage to to the way i communicate with myself first and everybody around me and and my intention is always to Make my communications ride on that wave of of my loving, so that people can hear it um, as effectively
0: as possible. yeah, and you also have mentioned that you're working with people now in coaching, uh, which mm. I'm doing as well, and yeah. so uh, i'm I'm curious on your your experiences um with that and and just your experiences of uh you know any any advice you have from your experiences with that well i think it's it,
1: the best coaches play to their strengths and play to their experience and play to their abilities to then effectively communicate that Uh, not from a place of this is how you should do it. Definitely. Um, because everyone has their own answers and sometimes we're just blinded to it and we need that perspective. So my strengths are, uh, that I've created businesses. I've, I've, I've managed people. I understand uh, both the nuance and the meat and potatoes, nuts and bolts of getting things done, as it were. So when someone comes to me, my focus is how do I accelerate your competitive advantage? So, and it took me a while to really hone that. And I, I, I believe anybody that's promoting themselves, whether they're coaching, whether what whatever they're doing, needs to understand what their competitive advantage is. What is their unique selling proposition? Right? What is their value proposition? And the clearer that we define it the easier it is to articulate it. And so the distillation for me was that I could say, I I can accelerate your competitive advantage. So your coaching style is going to be different than my coaching style. Your level of experience is different than mine. And as long as we as individuals truly embrace what we're doing and share that and don't try to be something that we're not or something that we think we should be, before we put the shoulds on somebody else. I think we have the greatest opportunity to create authentic value that people will resonate with, that people will, you know, exchange commerce for. And I think that's that would be my suggestion. Make sure you're really clear about what's what's your value proposition and then and then really articulate it, promote it, put it out there. Yeah. And allow people the opportunity to
0: come into alignment with theirs yeah so it really is about what value you have to give that's um unique based on your experiences your connection to your sourcing inside of you exactly right um and all of that and the, and the clearer you are about what that is then the clearer you are in your coaching in your style and what you're doing the cl- the a life well lived is someone who I believe who's
1: clear in what they what their intentions are and what their pursuits are and play to their strength uh, whether it be creating a business whether it be coaching whether it be whatever that you know whatever the vocation how we spend our day let's do it from that the fact that we enjoy it first because people resonate with enthusiasm and joy
0: better than they do anything else yeah i mean someone who's fun is someone you're going to want to be around
1: absolutely
0: and yeah. someone who's enthusiastic about life or about their business or whatever it is they're involved in they're, right. people are going to want to be around that a lot more than someone who's not who's not inspired yeah and i and I, I think so often the people that that aren't inspired they
1: just haven't taken the, the time to really explore what that inspiration is but inspiration is fleeting you know sure. inspiration comes and goes that inspiration becomes a spark and then you need the yeah. kindling and all those things to then create that bonfire behind it. But the bonfire is, is, is made manifest because we take the daily steps in alignment with that inspiration and we fuel that inspiration and, and it becomes a, almost like a ping pong match where one inspires the other and volleys the other and, and keeps promoting the other. And, but it starts with really that clear content, uh, intention and connection
0: yeah now with with coffee and courage is that something that in a way you were doing in some way or another for yourself before you started sharing it um on yeah i have
1: my own crank you know i'm i'm i I don't need anybody else to motivate me yeah uh i can't always say that was the case but i have a big agenda of the things that i want to do and um, so I've always, well, not always, last 20 years, it's been like, okay, oh, what am I doing today? And I realized, you know, I could share that because social media to me, it, if I hope we're giving something, it's not like, hey, just look at me yeah. uh, on an island or it's like, okay, that's that's fine. But, you know, what? how, how does that, how can, how can we communicate something greater? So, the intention of Coffee and Courage is really to create Something that is gives you a little more than just opening a picture and liking it.
0: Yeah, and and a lot of the theme that I'm hearing um, in what you're saying is really starts with this clear intention that you've you've brought up, or, or a clear vision, um, a clear idea, a clear when it comes to business. Like you have a clear vision of of where you're going towards and what you're doing, um, which again starts with that clear intention of of where you're coming from. Um, and that's something that I, I find super valuable in my own life. So I definitely, you know, every every morning, and I'm not always on it, but like most mornings I do my best to set an intention for the day. Um, yeah. And I have my life intention, I have like my current intention, but then there's this daily, like what is, and I find that it's extremely valuable, especially as I remember it throughout the day as a way to, to tune in. Um, and so, it's just something I wanted to point out that I notice in whether you, no matter what you're talking about, uh, you definitely bring it to that starting point of having that clear intention. And I mean, Jared used to say that I think intention is another word for God or God is intention. Mm. Um, and so what's that spark for you? God is intention.
1: Well, the first thing that I would say is, if you don't have that intention, stop. Just that I would put a hundred percent of my energy into getting clear about what that intentionality is. Cause otherwise you're just walking around, you know, without a clear intention, any road will do. Right? You know, you know, yeah. You're just wandering around this meandering pattern that gets that creates frustration, that creates all sorts of things that just I don't think serve us ultimately. So my first encouragement is is be clear and take the time, take the, it's a personal investment in yourself. That's what I find for me. I'm investing in me, you know, ideal scenes, all of that play into that. But uh, what does it spark to me? God's intention is that, that we have critical thinking. We have the ability to really harness and connect our heart and our minds and our guts together to create a beautiful life, and that's God's with us, no matter what we do, you sure. know? <laughs> it can be whatever you want, but I think there's a rooting there's a little wink that says, Go for that, see, yeah. you see there's more there's more, there's always more right we're here to learn, we're here to grow so uh it's it's an opportunity to just that god's with us and and but we do our part,
0: yeah. Um, so, another thought that came to me with uh, when you were discussing just that stepping off into a new venture, new business away from the security, um, it, it was you've done this before. Yeah. You know, you've started businesses, you've tried new things. Do you find that um, having that experience of Having done it and you're still here in the game, so to speak, uh, that that experience has made it easier It's made it easier in that I have a
1: reference point and so I, I, I can more easily delineate on course or off course mm-hmm. I've also been blessed to meet wonderful people along the way and so now i'm harnessing relationships that i've cultivated over a course of time and created invitations for those people to play and the nice thing is they're all saying yes i mean nice out of nowhere i had a meeting this morning where someone wants me to consider consulting with them on some some ideas around real estate and the person that introduced us was gave me a reference point of all the things that I've done. Well, Nick's done this and do that. and the credibility metric is is just the life well led and and invested in that world so that I can now say yes, I have I have a level of experience and uh, and that that people want to be around so I can harness that for me too. You know, so uh, there's always there are those moments where it's like oh. fuck. You know, is this going to yeah, work out? Yeah, yeah. But those become less and less, and I'm quick to come back into okay. What do I have control over? And that's me. And what can I do today to move the ball forward? And and that take it down to that that microscopic focus.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's interesting because as you know, I, 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 as I'm listening, um, I, I don't have the next question at the moment. <laughs> you know, it's funny you it, say it that. I, at times. I, yeah, I know, I, I got that. It's funny, you know, when, when,
1: we, when people are connected. Yeah. And I, there and there's a beauty in that. You know, yeah. there's a beauty in the pause that there doesn't always have to be a next question. Uh Something that comes present for me and I'll put this out for anybody listening. I was getting my hair cut last yeah. week, and uh, we were at a sweet, sweet guy named Daniel Martinez, and does a great job. And he had said to me the night before, uh, I'm not going to be at the salon. I'm going to be in my house because there's been a sudden life change. Okay, well, you tell me that information. When I see you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to inquire. Of course. So um, he started talking to me about what was present and why he wasn't there and that he, he he no longer saw eye to eye with um, the salon that he was working with. I said, well, you know, you know, those big donuts, those light donuts they have, and then you can clip your phone in the middle of it. I said, how about why you're cutting my hair? Let's talk about it. You know, let's, let's, let's capture this. So we had the the, the most exquisite conversation that came out of a pause of just two people you know, that we're going to engage in, in this case, the act of getting a haircut. And the dynamic of what we shared in that 47 minutes about trust and faith. But above all else, I got such a deeper connection to who he is as a human being. And, and, and I, because I'd created the space, he got to see who I was. And I think what you're doing with these podcasts is creating that space for people to not only engage with you, but to ride the wave of the wisdoms that come forward. Because each one of these podcasts, the ones that I've tuned into, there's just such great resource. And and so often we know the resource and we've heard it, but we need to keep hearing it again and again and again. And so in the pause, in the break, uh, we can always fill it. But I, my, my, what I love about this pause is it, it, it gives me the ability to share that we can we can ask others for what's going on in their lives, you know, in real time, and really share them the best of who we are and lift each other up.
0: Yeah, I'm glad I didn't know the next question <laughs> because that was super valuable and really hit on, you know, I think a lot there's a lot of forces in the world that try to separate us in a way and and to have like you said just sometimes it's a matter of giving the other person space um, to have an actual connection with people and then a lot of the things that we thought were important that are causing us to separate uh, they become less important because there's the connection Mm. so let me ask you a question (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always like nervous whenever someone starts asking me the question. <laughs> so so
1: uh, is this when you set out to create these podcasts? Mm-hmm. Um to what degree are you right in alignment with that original intention and to what degree has it blossomed into something greater and if it has what is, what is the, the great aha or the
0: great fun that you're experiencing in all of this? Wow, that's a, that's a big question. So, and, and I need to go back to that original idea. Um, a lot of it was that I have been given a lot in terms of being around John Roger, uh, my spiritual teacher, being around him, living with him, traveling with him. I have been given a lot of great um, information, wisdom, experience, and connection in, in a lot of different levels and wanting to share that in some way. But also how that spirit speaks through others in terms of I find it really valuable for me Uh, to hear other people's wisdom and the wisdom of their heart and their experience um, with their own spiritual or inner or however you want to you want to use the terms with that um, and how they share that Uh, so you know I I had that idea um, to do it in this way uh, and I would say that it definitely has done that for me. Um, and I still find it extremely valuable and interesting because I find people and their stories and their stories of becoming who they are and learning who they are more, I find it extremely interesting. And the wisdom they have definitely helps me. Um, and it also gives me an opportunity to share... Uh, in, in some of these podcasts I've done, I've used John Rogers Media, which I listen to a lot, um, and he's no longer physically here embodied uh, that I know of with us. And so having that opportunity to share some of who I know he is and his wisdom through his media um, and and how I've used that to enrich my life, uh, I've, I've done that because it's enriched my life, and I hope that it helps others. And it seems to. People seem to really enjoy these podcasts, seem to really enjoy the interviews, and, and I get feedback that you know people really um, find value in that. And to me, that's it has blossomed, and it has blossomed into ways I didn't know it would um, but yeah, so that's I, I don't know if that answers your question no it's it's great uh, whatever the answer is is perfect uh, it's
1: we learn by doing and you know this type of information is is also a reinforcement of that we're on the right track that we're we're willing to courageously share ourselves because mm-hmm. so many people aren't i'm I'm done with the uh
0: the complacency conversations, the, I just yeah.
1: bores the shit out of me. I have no interest in
0: that. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I really feel that life, um, I mean, for me, I, I really have this sense, I don't know if it's urgency or it's really that like life really is a blink of an eye. And so if there's something to do, something that's in my heart to do, it's time to do it. And to not, um, usually it's our own selves I find that that limit ourselves mm. in what we do you know and if we uh, if there's an understanding of what's in our heart to share it's called share it because it can be over quickly I mean we saw that with Kobe recently mm. um, here in LA that's like it's a big deal and I think around the world in a lot of communities uh, and so you know you just don't know uh, how, how quickly this life goes and yeah. And so take the opportunity to really share what's in your heart is really what you know, what I've gotten from that.
1: How often do you do people reach back to you after they hear a podcast and they they share their perspective and and, and do you have any interaction with people after these podcasts?
0: Um, yeah, I do some. There's some email. That happens. That they'll go on my site or they'll have my email and they'll email me. A lot of it really happens with um, when I see people. They'll just start talking to me about, oh, I, I've been listening to this. It's great. Will you, you, know, especially this one. This is the one I really like. And and so I get a lot of the feedback actually in person when I end up seeing someone. Um, and then there's, and definitely, there's people who. Uh, reach out some more consistently and, um, and then some just like, hey, I listened to that and it's really great. Uh, so yeah, it, it's kind of inconsistent and often it's, you know you don't really know until until you hear because you know I can see that people are listening you know I see the numbers and all sure. that when i choose to look um and so there's plenty of people listening and and then it's just that thing of some i hear more some i don't and some i hear in person yeah do you have any interest in creating more of a call to
1: action uh with as a result of these podcasts and You know, if someone were listening into this podcast and they said, you I have that similar experience or I had a question about what you shared on that and create some sort of engagement where they could then either channel that through your site or as a way to start creating more coaching clients for you from that perspective.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd love to have that connection. Um, And, you know, with the coaching clients, to me, a lot of it's just about service Mm -hmm. um, and about, yes, it's also um, it's a work for me it's a business and there's value in that um but it's also that connection with people and that sharing the value um so yeah i'd love to know i haven't gotten to that uh, in terms of how to do that next but that's an amazing idea like you said feedback right like this is this is a great idea of how to how to engage more yeah and you
1: just a suggestion would be to to towards the end of the podcast or during the podcast if you're listening in and you have a question about this, or that's a great point, what's your perspective on that? Engage people from that reference point where you invite them to participate. And you could, you could. there are all sorts of vehicles that could come forward Definitely. as a result of it. So uh, there's an opportunity to be more proactive mm-hmm. in the ask it's yeah.
0: So, any of you listening out there right now, uh, just take guy? your take your advice right now, yeah. and and you can write me uh, at nat n a t at transcend.online. dot online, uh, or you can go to the website transcend dot online, and there's a contact form there. Um, either way, right? If you have any feedback about this episode, uh, or you have any questions. Um, or you are interested in coaching, just let, reach out and let me know. Well, thank you
1: for the invitation, that.
0: <laughs> thank you for the invitation <laughs> to let me make an invitation <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to I recommend mean, I, it. I, I think there's
1: a great opportunity to leverage everything that we're doing. Yeah, right? definitely. You're, you're putting yourself out there. Right? Yeah. And for everyone listening, to the degree you put yourself out there, Consider engagement and and how uh, you know i, I what i 'm doing in my life is i 'm looking at and i 'm encouraging people to to look at everything they do through the lens of engagement yeah. and an invitation and how does how do you react to that? how does that move you? how does that make you feel is there something you can use to your advancement and tell me the story that one i mean if someone listens to what you 're doing and then they have a feedback story if you Now to listen to your podcast and i did some of those suggestions and it's
0: amazing that's feedback too it's yeah. fantastic yeah and uh, maybe and it could open opportunities as you're talking i'm like yeah that could open opportunities uh, to share some people's experiences online even if it's not in an interview they've they've written in and they've said what you know what they've experienced or their whatever wisdom that comes forward, you know, there's also an opportunity there to read. Um, I know back in the 70s when JR was starting out, he would get these correspondence and questions from yeah. people and he would read them on the seminar and then he'd respond. And exactly. I think that's, a, that's also a very beneficial way of handling things. So if you have any questions you'd like me to respond to or, or our guests, whoever it happens to be next, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, write in. When you also have enough, you have a critical mass of, of content now. I mean, yeah. there
1: are themes in this. You could go through oh, your yeah. podcasts and pull excerpts. You could do greatest hits of, you know, creativity or whatever the topics are. You could even create seminars around things and and, and use the quotes Definitely. for the people. I, I I would imagine no one you've spoken with have a problem. You being able, you know, you cap pulling out sound bites and putting together a forum together and then have people round table discuss what's going on. Yeah. You know, there are all sorts of
0: ways you can engage with people and, yeah, and, and,
1: and for, further your, your advancement.
0: Yeah. And I, I recently did a workshop in London, which is great. And, and I just think that there's opportunities, like you said, there's opportunities in the podcast for workshops, for books, for all sorts of things, because just on wealth of things I've done with JR, with you, I mean, you're, some of the things from your experience is very mirroring of what jr said in terms of having the clarity of vision and and all these different steps in order to to manifestation. Um and it's like these are these are tools that we can all I mean, I know for myself and I think all of us can can keep reattuning to. So it'd be a great workshop and I can just pull it off of the the podcast. Exactly um, right. Or even a book, you know. There <laughs> it's you go. Like I mean, it, it's, it's right there. Yeah. I mean listen so
1: much of the stuff that I that I practice is straight out of the JR playbook. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not course. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, you, when I hear them, I go, "That's a good idea." I, you know, I, maybe I should do that. You know, and and I I've been ignorant many many times and continue that. You know, you got to hit me with a cinder block, but deflect. Uh, but you know what a what a gift we have and part of our charge is to keep perpetuating that gift and you're you're doing that beautifully
0: thank you thank you Um, and it's always a pleasure to sit down and talk to you nick and and to to hear your wisdom and and you know we all have our unique experience and Mm -hmm. and whether it's in business and creativity and whatever it's in um to share that with the people who are listening, uh, I, I'm just so grateful for, for my guests, for you and for those who are willing to sit down and share. And well, here's my question. Has anybody said, no, I'm not doing your podcast Matt.
1: No. Okay. Not, <laughs> so not, yeah. there's feedback right there. Yeah. right? I mean, I think that you have, uh, listen, you put in the work brother at a very young age yeah. and, uh, you've got uh, the mighty forces of good at your disposal. So
0: I love you and I support you in whatever I can do to help. I love you too. And and thank you for being on the show and thank all of you for listening. And uh, you're invited, as you've heard here, to participate more, to connect, to engage. So I look forward to hearing from you all. And until next time, uh, have a wonderful day, week, month, however long it is, till you tune in next. Adios.